The Big Bean Kids by Anne Pilling. The Big Bean Kids The Big Bean Kids were called Just and Pin. Just had a round face and stubby plaits. Her real name was Jocelyn, but she didn't like it. It reminded her of glycerin. That sticky stuff, which her mom sometimes poured into bubbling saucepans. Mom wrote cookery books, and she was planning to be famous. Josh didn't always like Pin. He was only little, but he was a big nuisance. He kept breaking her things, and one day, she stuck a note on her bedroom door. Private, I'll keep out, especially Pin Shuffle Bottom. Pin hated secrets and Josh was always having them. My name's Edward, he grizzed. No, it's not. It's Pen, she said, and she wouldn't explain except to her very secret diary, which she wrote every night before she went to bed. The worst thing about Pen was that he copied. When Josh got a new bike for her birthday, he wanted one too. When she got a kitten, he wailed, Give me one! When the dentist put a brace on her teeth, he even wanted one of those as well. Then she started collecting things. Mugs, glass animals, and rubbers in funny shapes. Pen copied, but he collected silly things. The labels of tins, empty cornflakes, boxes, and unbent paper clips. Josh was so fed up with Pen copying that she made an important decision. I'm not telling anybody my plans from now on, she said to herself, and she wrote it in big letters in her very secret diary. But it was no use. Pen had this knack of finding out what she was up to, and he found out about the baked beans. That's how the, that's how the shuffle bottoms turned into the biggest bean eaters this century. It started the day that mom had a big shout. When she got cross, her voice went all squeaky. It made Josh want to laugh. It's no good, she yelled. The bot's full of old cornflakes packs, and the goldfish bowl's full of paper clips. In fact, this whole house is bursting at the seams with useless rubbish. Squeak, if you got to collect things, can't it be something little? And why don't you collect proper things? Squeak, squeak. You mean things I can keep forever, said Josh. Yes, forever and ever. Squeak, now tidy up. Josh crept away and had a big, and had a big think. She started to tidy up Pin's bedroom. He was out, bouncing on next door's waterbed. Tin, tins, labels, and how boring, she thought, putting them in a neat pile. Mom had said they should collect something little that will last forever and ever. But what did she mean? Buttons, corks, dried peas? Suddenly she stopped tidying. One of Penn's labels caught her eye. Beggar's Best Beans. Special Mint Collection. Absolutely free for only 50 of these labels. Start collecting now. Just started to read very carefully. She liked mints, and Mom didn't let her eat any sweets anymore because of her brace. But it was nothing to do with mints. What you got for your 50 labels was a brand new set of coins 
a penny, a five pence, and a ten pence. Everything right up to a shiny gold point. And none of them had ever been used. Thackeray fresh from the famous London Mint. It said, you got a special book too, all about coin collecting. Something little that you can keep forever and ever? This was the answer. They were doing a coin project at school, and they were all supposed to bring something interesting to show the teacher. Just folded up the beans label and put it into her pocket. One good thing about mom's new cookery craze was that she was always going shopping. There'd be lots of tins in the food cupboard already. She could just tear off the labels. But there was a bad thing too. In fact, there were two bad things. First, if Penn found out, he'd copy. Second, Josh didn't really like baked beans. Mom didn't have any tins of beans, and when Josh asked her to buy 50 tins of Bigger's best beans, she said no, just like that. Can I get mint too? said Bigger's Pin, who'd sided in the from next door and heard every single word. Of course you can't, Puppet, said Mum murmured, dreamily stirring something in the pan. Josh felt like killing her. This meant a hundred tins of beans. It was okay at first. She could manage beans on toast, baked potatoes with beans, beans on chips. The labels began to mount up. Not fast enough though. When a new supply of beans arrived, Josh tore off a few labels off the tins. Mom went mad. That's cheating, she said. Squeak! As a result for that as a result for that day, Josh got peas for tea. Serve you right, said Mrs. Shufflebottom. You can buy the next lot of beans yourself. Josh did. The next day, she went straight down to Mr. Bangery's corner shop and bought three tins of Beggar's Best. Beggar's Best. The familiar red and yellow labels were starting to make her feel a bit peculiar now, though every time, every time she saw it, her tummy seemed to puff up like a balloon. Mr. Bangery put the tins in a bag with a satisfied smile. He was fat. Bigger than Mr. Bigger, who did adverts on TV. What's happening at your house? He said. Your mother already bought six tins of beans this week. Is it for her cookery book? Yes, said Josh. It wasn't, but Mr. Bandry had just given her a very good idea. Why don't you write a bean cookery book? Josh said to her mom when she got home. Mom looked at her thoughtfully. Then she rooted among her recipe books and pulled out marvelous meals with mints. You mean this this kind of thing? Why not? Alright, what shall we call it? Beans give me burps, suggested Pin. He wouldn't eat any he wouldn't eat them anymore, but he still wanted his special mint collection. Typical. No, darling, I don't think so, said his mother. Just studied the mint books. How about brilliant binge with beans? She said, Hmm, not sure. I know. Let's call it Bean Feast. Short and sweet. And mom started scribbling straight away. After that, it was beans with everything. Bean soup, bean stew, even bean sandwiches. 
these were really awful. Just tried to get rid of them at school, but nobody seemed to want any. So she stuffed them behind the radiator. That afternoon in projects, there was a funny bean smell wafting through the classroom. People started coughing and covering their noses with, with hankies. Hot fluff and beans was a disgusting combination. Penn still refused to eat his beans up and just told him she wouldn't give him any labels unless he helped. So he sprinkled some in Fred's goldfish bowl. The water instantly turned the color of tomato soup. Then something peculiar happened. The goldfish normally did a sedate breaststroke, but after the beans, he went mad and raged round and round. He's doing the butterfly, said Pim. Dad got worried. He's only a little thing, he said, and he fished out all the beans with a spoon. Every day, Pim counted the labels to see if they'd got enough. He grinned patient. Next news was that he fed some baked beans to the cats. Albert, the ginger one, was small and timid. Victoria, the tabby, was a great big bully. She pushed him out of the way and gobbled a lot. Very soon though, she was sitting on top of the shed giving great howls, all swelled up like something out of a monster book. She didn't come down for the roof for two days and when mom got the Tim opener out, she took one look at the red and yellow label and tore off. Back to the shed, she can read, Pin, Pin said proudly. One morning, Mom went off to London very early to see a man about doing a new cookery book called Great Pods of the Universe. He absolutely hated baked beans. Dad was in charge. I'm on strike, he told the children. I can't face another bean in any shape or form. And he got out the frying pan. Eggs and bacon, anybody? Just gave her father a pleading look. But we're nearly there, Dad, she wheeled. We only need a few more labels. Do fried beans and do fried bread and beans. You love that. Not anymore, I don't, Mr. Shufflebottom said, cracking eggs. I'm beginning to look like a bean. The top of my head's growing to a point that I'm going this funny orange color. Ben started to cry. I don't want you to turn into a bean, he yelled. I want my daddy. I want my mommy. I want my special cement set and I want it now. Just stormed off in disgust. She'll have her coins by now if it wasn't for him cashing in. She peddled off down to the shop. Mr. Bandery stuffed six tins of beans into Josh's bag, playing like a giant cat. Sure you don't want another sex, he said. Offer ends next Tuesday, and he pointed to the label. Josh read it, then slunk off. She'd never get the mint sets now. She felt like crying. Then a voice said, Hey Josh, come here a minute. Me and, me and Marge are starving. What you got in that bag then? It was Alfred, the old man who always sat on the wall opposite boundaries. He looked like someone out of the Bible, with his enormous grey beard and his long black coat. Marge was little and round, like a, like a plump pink cushion. Just crossed the street and Marge dove devil nosily into the shopping bag. It's only baked beans, said Josh. Hear that, Alf? Only baked beans? This child doesn't know when she's well off. Baked beans is our favorite. Hey, Jill, do you think we could? But Josh didn't stay to listen to the rest. Five minutes later, she was in the kitchen at home, pouring over Mom's bean feast recipes. 
She had an idea. She would feed Alfred and Marjorie beans. Alfred loved Mrs. Shufflebutt and bean soup. He slurped it down greedily, and Marjorie was very, but and Marjorie loved the bean curry. But Josh's bigger success was the bean sandwiches. They actually asked for more. By lunchtime on Monday, Josh got her hundred labels, and she posted them off to Baker's Beans by Special Express. Next day, she got a phone call. The labels had reached Baker's Beans in safety, and they could expect a, a surprise visit. Mr. Baker himself was to bring them the two mint sets. Also, said the voice on the telephone, there will be something else. That night, Josh couldn't sleep. Neither could Pin. Mr. Bigger, the beans person, was all over the television. He didn't just sell beans. He did parachuting and deep-sea diving. He owned an island with palm trees. Perhaps he will take me hunting sharks, said Pin. Or up in his helicopter. Do you think he will? No answer. Josh was trying to doze off. She wanted morning to come as quickly as possible. At 8 o'clock next day, there was a loud knock on the door. Dad opened it to find a TV camera already filming. Next to it stood Mr. Bigger. He was gigantic. So was the cigar he was puffing. Pin and Josh were pushed forward. Ah, the two lucky children, he boomed. Allow me to present you your special mint sets and your special coin books. Applause, please. Mr. Bandry clapped politely, so did Marge and Alfred. Then Marge pulled at his sleeve. Hey, you got any of them beans going, Bellion? Have you? I'm only feeling a bit peckish. Dear lady, said Mr. Bigger grandly, stand aside if you please. It's time for the something else. Pin and Josh couldn't speak for excitement. Pin was still hoping for a helicopter ride. But four men in red and yellow uniforms were busy humping cardboard boxes into the front hall. What is th- what is it? Dear boy, as an extra special thank you to you all for the wisdom you have shown in buying my excellent product, I am giving you, at no extra cost, a year's supply of Bigger's Best Beans. <laughs>